Holidays are here, and so is fashionable fitness. Gift yourself a Samsung Galaxy Z Flip 3 5G, a phone that folds in half to literally stand on its own. Pair it with the Galaxy Watch 4 for ultimate wellness and wow factor. Check health stats, flex personal records. Over 90 activities can be tracked, like biking, swimming, golfing, and more. Invest in yourself with tech made to crush goals. Holidays open up with Galaxy. Shop it all at Samsung.com. 5G connection and availability may vary. Check with Carrier. Products sold separately. Shop on eBay this holiday season to get more for your dough on stand mixers mm. or get more for your buck on this season's hottest tech and gaming gear. And on eBay, you can even get more <gasps> bling for less cha-ching on jewelry. You can get more because you save more on premium brands with eBay's exclusive deals. Get more when you get it on eBay. Hey everybody, this is Sam with Wrestling Overtime, and this is your results and thoughts for New Japan Strong, February 12th, 2021. And the main event tonight is TJP and Ren Carnita versus Team Filthy's tag team, Chris Dickinson and Danny Limelight. You guys know I'm a big, big Danny Limelight fan. And, of course, I love me some TJP. So this, we're guaranteed a good main event. And, of course, we start off with Kevin Kelly and Alex Kozlov. I love Alex Kozlov as a commentator. He reminds me a little bit in the style that he commentates of Taz. He wants to break down the news and tell you what they are doing to a particular wrestler or guess what a particular wrestler's next move is or what they're thinking. But he also um, talks about other things that may be affecting the wrestler or affecting the referee. And he really kind of gets you into the match, into the mindset. And I, I mean, I really enjoy that. So as we're waiting for the first match, they tell us it's going to be J.R. Kratos versus Jordan Clearwater. Now, last week's episode, I told you I hadn't seen much of Jordan Clearwater, but Kratos, I have seen. And, my goodness, I don't know if you can describe him as a wrestler or a man. He's almost a monster. Um, 300 pounds athletic if Calvin Tankman of MLW wants to see what I meant by he needs to get in shape and get some wrestling moves down he needs to look no further than Kratos this is what Tankman needs to become Uh, J.R. Kratos pretty much controlled this whole match. He did not really let Jordan Clearwater get anything going. Um, 
at one point he ducked the clothesline and then repeatedly tried to um, do chops and stomps on Kratos' chest, and it looked like it didn't even face him. And in turn, um, Kratos basically just got pissed, kicked Clearwater in the chest, and then did a vertical suplex with a flying forearm smash. And then after um, Clearwater got his bearings, he came out and Kratos hit him with a discus lyric. And then a release vertical suplex. Now, Clearwater kept coming, and I will give him credit for that. Um, he kept taking everything Kratos was laying out. But eventually, you know, Kratos ended up um, hitting the Fujiwara armbar, and then... Um, he did an atomic drop, he delivered a running knee, um, and then he looked like he tried to put on a guillotine, and as Clearwater looked like he was kind of losing it, he did a fisherman's buster to pick up the victory, and it was like... I don't know, I'm guessing six, seven minutes of a pure pounding that Jordan Clearwater took. I mean, unbelievable. Then they had promised us from the top that Kenta was going to be interviewed. So they interviewed John Moxley last week. So Kevin Kelly uh, has a sit-down interview with Kenta. And he talks about how Kenta had been calling him out. And Kenta's English is really good. And he talks about how it's been about six months. And that people have came for his briefcase for the chance to beat him in order to face John Moxley. And he has beaten them all. He said at one time it was even broken into and he had to take care of that he said he's been waiting on John Moxley just to show up um you know for a while so when John Moxley attacked him I guess it's been two weeks ago he said he was excited that obviously Moxley had heard him he called Moxley a cheap and uh, when I looked that up and read some different stuff, I think he was calling him a, like a cheap shot artist because the lights went down and when the lights come back on, Moxley was in the ring um, and he had immediately attacked Kenta. So I think that's what Kenta actually meant. He then talked about how he wants to become the first Japanese United States IWGP champion. 
And I did not realize that they had not had a Japanese United States champion. I need to look into that to see who else has held this belt. Um, you know, I know like Kenny Omega and different ones like that have held it, but um, maybe I don't know if any Canadians, maybe Chris Jericho or somebody like that, if any of them or Europeans have been holding it, or has it just been strictly Americans holding it? But that seemed like a, a source of pride for him, and he acted like he was extremely excited for February 26th to come, and so that he can finally get his hands on Moxley, and he has no doubt that he will defeat him. The second match um, was Bateman versus Clark Connor. Now, of course, Clark Connor has joined LA Dojo, therefore he is a young lion. He came out in um, young lion gear, all black. Uh, the black trunks, black socks, black boots, black knee pads. And I I think I was a little confused. For a young lion, even though Clark Connor has experience, and they talked about him moving up the ranks fast in the Young Lions program, I think I was a little confused that he was already facing someone of Bateman's caliber. However, in this match, Clark Connor seemed to give as good as he got, which I don't know whether that impressed me or disappointed me. Um, Clark Connor, I felt, was um, impressive even in the, Probably within the first minute, maybe 45 seconds, he got a single leg crab on Bateman, and Bateman made it to the ropes to do the break. They He challenged Bateman to basically a chop-off, where they each take turns chopping each other, and then um, Bateman ended up kind of slapping him in the face. Uh, and then swung him over into the corner, and then they did a knife's edge chop exchange. And I just, I guess I was starting to get disappointed with Bateman. I was expecting him to completely take over this match, kind of show off like Kratos did. I expected Clark Connor to get some offense in, unlike Jordan Clearwater, but not for Clark Connor to hold his own as much as he did. He did a snapmare takeover, and Connor hit uh, Bateman with a, a, a back chop. And Connors could see that Bateman was pissed. That he did that, and so he sat down and offered his back to Bateman, and Bateman being the heel just hauled off and kicked him. And I just, 
I guess I, I, like I said, I guess I was disappointed with Bateman because, you know, at one point Connor speared him, um, and he really ended up getting Bateman over up against the ropes and he kicked him in the neck. If you listen to last week's episode, I told you it was really obvious that Bateman obviously had hurt the left side of his neck. He was holding it after the match. He was holding it in the promo that he cut later. Um, and as soon as Connor did that, he immediately grabbed it again. And I thought, is this a word that they're using that Connor's going to upset Bateman? And, um, no. It, it, you know, it, it wasn't, Connors went for a spear, flying spear, and Bateman got him in a front face lock and then did the twisted vertical suplex and then put him in the, this is a kill and, um, pinned him. Then we saw Bateman kind of lay there. He eventually rolled out onto the apron, but didn't roll out of the ring, like, to to his feet. He kind of laid there on his back for a minute. And he was watching to see if Connors, I think, was going to go in the back first. Well, he was getting, it looked like, some instruction from the L.A. Dojo instructors. So Bateman did go ahead and get on his feet, he immediately grabbed his neck again. They didn't show Bateman um, again until he was in the bike and he was going to cut a promo. They showed where he should be standing, and then the camera panned down, and Bateman was actually sitting on the floor. And he was holding his hands up, and he said, I can't feel my fingertips. I can barely feel my hands. He said, Clark Connor uh, really made me have to win this match. And he said that, you know, he was a, a great opponent, and he was thankful to get to take him on. But then he re- he grabbed his neck and then rubbed his fingertips and hands and immediately repeated, I can't feel my fingertips. So I'm, I know last week when I was searching, people thought that he had just gotten like a stinger or a pinched neck or something like that. With this happening twice in a row, I'm wondering if he's got a little bit more of an injury that, you know, he doesn't need to go to the chiropractor. He doesn't need to go somewhere and get something checked out. Then we see Chris Dickinson. Now, I've heard of him. I believe I saw him once. He wrestles in... um, GCW, he has wrestled in CZW, and I've caught him in one one of, or the other, and I'm not sure which one, um, 
they mentioned that that he had he had wrestled in beyond and um trying to think where else but he looked like a nice physical specimen and he was pumped up for team filthy and then of course danny limelight i've told you guys before he's my dude uh he was definitely pumped up uh wearing the puerto rican uh bandana and being a soldier an ex i should say former soldier and being from new york and trying to make wrestling work for his daughter i have the ultimate respect for him and so him partnered up with dickinson on team filthy they looked unbelievable uh as fast paced as they moved what shocked me though was i had never heard of ren narnita i believe is how you pronounce his last name and the reason why he's a young lion he come out uh dressed in the la dojo outfit of all black and i thought this is tjp's uh partner and i understand tjp was one of the first young lions and helped get the la dojo started and that he has a vested interest in seeing young wrestlers come up and get trained correctly and be able to do all different kinds of systems and submissions and um technical moves and all of that but taking on team filthy dickinson and limelight man um this was a tall order now they had a little bit of a conversation tjp saw that dickinson was starting and he was actually going to start and ren narnita was like no no i want to start and so they had a little bit of a back and forth exchange and ren narnita uh got in with dickinson and that was a big big mistake um they ended up starting off with like a test of strength but um man dickinson ended up uh getting a collar and elbow tie up and narnita tried to grab his right leg and it just didn't work uh dickinson got him with a single leg takedown and tried to get him in the half guard he ended up applying a a front face lock and i mean just controlled him until he could finally get away and i do mean get away and he got um tjp in there now once tjp got in there little more even for the simple fact that tjp i'm starting to begin that he knows everything um he got him in a cross armbar breaker that dickinson acted like was pretty painful uh then transitioned to a knee bar and then 
uh, Dickinson tried to get him in a side headlock, but TJP got him in a cobra tri- twist. And I was like, okay, this is not bad. He, he got him in an octopus stretch, and he tags Narnita back in. And I was like, ooh, TJP, not sure you should have done that. So Dickinson beats up on Narnita some more, uh, backdrop driver, uh, and finally tags my boy Danny Limelight in. And Limelight just went to work. He is a speed demon. He loves coming off the ropes um, and just punishing people as far as he kicked his uh, Narnita's left hamstring, hit him with a forearm smash. Um, he, of course, talks trash because he is extremely cocky and entertaining, charismatic. Um, he ended up snapmaring him and... Uh, Limelight hit a slingshot sent on. He ended up taunting TJP and telling him he needed to get in the game. Uh, they mauled Narnita over in their corner. And then Dickinson come back in. And it was just one beating after another um it i don't know it it was crazy i loved uh danny limelight's crucifix bomb that he did and then he transitioned into a windmill kick and then a fisherman's buster and that section was really cool um dickinson ended up finishing up with the STP, or excuse me, the STF, and got the submission, and then after the match, Team Filthy ganged up on Narnita, and um, TJP tried after, you know, he woke up to help him out, but they, Dickinson planted Narnita with a burning hammer, and it was not even close. Um... I am extremely shocked that TJP come out with a young lion against Team Filthy. I really am. But I can't wait till next week to see what three matches they're going to choose as, like, the go-home show. Because we've got two weeks until we see John Mox of Kanta. And I know they're going to put on a heck of a show next week. It is hard to tell who we're going to see. And I absolutely cannot wait. If you are not tuning in to New Japan Strong and seeing these guys that are going to be signed, I'm telling you, going to be signed to promotions before the end of 2021, you're crazy. Danny Limelight... I look for AEW to sign him any moment. Him to become all elite. Um, the Regal Twins are going to get picked up. Um, I, I, I just cannot tell you guys that you're seeing some of the young talent that is, you're going to be seeing for the next 10, 
10, 15 years. So you need to get on board. Uh, if you have any questions, comments, problems, or protests, you guys need to write me at wrestlingovertime at gmail.com or hit me up on Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram at wrestlingovertime. I look forward to hearing from you guys. And as always, I will talk to you soon. And I'll see you down the road. Holidays are here, and so is fashionable fitness. Gift yourself a Samsung Galaxy Z Flip 3 5G, a phone that folds in half to literally stand on its own. Pair it with the Galaxy Watch 4 for ultimate wellness and wow factor. Check health stats, flex personal records. Over 90 activities can be tracked, like biking, swimming, golfing, and more. Invest in yourself with tech made to crush goals. Holidays open up with Galaxy. Shop it all at Samsung.com. 5G connection and availability may vary. Check with Carrier. Products sold separately. For the ones who get going when the going gets tough. And the ones who know we're tougher together. For the pathfinders breaking new ground. Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as fast access to experts and 24-7 customer support. Because we know you have people depending on you. So you can always depend on us. Call, click Ranger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.